Hi there, my name's Adam Parr. I'm the podcast host, the Parr City Podcast. In this podcast, you'll be listening to me connect with people from different walks of life, from the military to people in the music industry to people in the self-help industry and many other areas of life. In this podcast, I'll be talking about topics from self-help, mental health, Motivation, spirituality, mindset, society, current affairs, and much, much more. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, share, and let me know your feedback. My main intention on this podcast is to have a positive impact. For you, the the listener, to take something positive from it. To apply something positive into your life from this. Now, with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to the Positive Podcast. In this episode, I'm reunited again with my good friend, Adrian Wevel. In this podcast, we talk about mindset, belief systems, and much more. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. How you doing, Adrian? Uh, Nice to have you back on the podcast again. Nice to be back, Adam. Really nice. Thank you very much, as always, for for inviting me on. Love it. Yeah. No, you're very welcome. It's It's always great. Um, we, we was talking previously, like a few minutes ago about lots of good things. Um, I think one, one thing that did resonate with me was, um, you know, like staying true to yourself and kind of knowing yourself. And you mentioned like, you know, dipping your toe in the water and if something doesn't feel right, then, you know, kind of listen to that. Yeah. Um, I just think it's very important that we don't, we aren't rash in any of our decisions in life. Um, you know, life is precious. The, you know, what I'm about to say is, is, is just the bleeding obvious, but we need to remind ourselves sometimes of the obvious things because it's true. So life is very short and life is very precious and we need to be careful that we aren't A, gonna waste our time um, and B, that we know what it is that we're investing our time in because it's so precious. So I think that we need to be careful uh, and assess things really carefully before we, we, we take the plunge or we take the jump, whatever right. aphorism you want to use. But yeah, so dip your toe in the water, have, you know, make sure it's, it's right for you. Whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a job that you're going for, whether it's starting a business, whatever it is, make sure it's right for you. Don't just go all in. Mm. I just I think that's that's it, it, it sounds like well that's obvious Adrian you know 
but you'd be surprised how many people just take the plunge before testing the waters and then later they're like well i wish i hadn't done that mm. yeah no so I, I, I just i just think this is it's just it, it it's just re revisiting what we learn basically as, as, as young people as children you know you don't just do something you make sure that uh that, that that you have some sort of background knowledge about what it is you're about to do uh i i see a lot especially on linkedin a lot of people saying you know just do it if you're you know if you're thinking about doing a podcast if you're thinking about writing a book just do it okay maybe at that level there isn't really much that can go wrong but for a lot of people who are making much much bigger decisions with their lives with their finances with their relationships be it romantic or business you need a little more and i'm being a probably a, a, an understatement there you need a lot more care and attention and you shouldn't just make the leap if you feel that something isn't quite right mm. and if you feel that something isn't quite right then it would probably uh be in your best interest to to to, 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 to pull away to walk away yeah no, I, I agree. And I think like you said, it's a lot of your time and energy that is going to be going into that thing, whether like, like that's a relationship or whether that's a job. And I, I thought about it recently when, you know, I, I went for an interview. I think I mentioned it to you. And, I, and it took me an hour to get there. And I was thinking to myself, like, you know, even if I was going to get it or go for it, um, do I want to be driving an hour to work do i want to be driving for you know i kind of broke it down i had to take a step back and it's like it didn't really feel right to me and i was like well okay well that you know i'm not gonna do that then because you know, it's you your life yeah. and, and you are the one that's in control of your own life and no matter what positions we find ourselves in life where we think you know uh, my back's against the wall i'll do anything that can be a dangerous state of mind to have mm. that can actually put ourselves in even more or even worse predicament than the predicament we find ourselves with a back against the wall. Mm. And that's why even at that stage, we mustn't just blindly take the leap of faith. Mm. We have to still study everything. Is it right for me? Am I jumping? out of the frying pan into the fire. Um, I was in a very, we, we didn't talk about this actually before, before we came no, on here, no. but, but um, I was in a very, it's so odd that you've just mentioned that because that's exactly what happened to me, what, seven, 10 days ago. Um, I was offered a job. I was offered work with a rather good, attractive salary attached to it. And I had to go away and think about it um the money was great um but there was something nagging me about the actual central premise of the work itself and i wasn't completely comfortable with it um my back is against the wall financially my back is against the wall uh in in, in many regards um and so work is necessary for me i need money however just like you i decided I'm not going to compromise about things that are important to me and are important to my life and are important to my morals, my ethics, my beliefs. 
and that's why I pulled the plug in it. I, I, I called the, uh, the HR guy and said, I'm sorry, I'm, thank you so much for the offer, but I've decided, uh, decided it's not right for me. Hmm. And I think this is why it's very important for people to, not, it, not just to test the waters, because sometimes you can't test the waters. You couldn't test the water with that job. I couldn't test the water with my job. Hmm. I couldn't go in and try it for a week or two. It was either sign up on the dotted line or walk away yeah and so that's when you can't test the water with the job you have to be testing it with you yourself mm. you're not just looking at the job now you're just not looking at the opportunity you're not just looking at the relationship the other person you're looking at yourself mm. and you're going who am i what is it that i want what is it that i need what are my beliefs what are my needs? Is that business, is that relationship meeting my needs or am I sacrificing everything that I am to fit their narrative? Mm. And as I said, I appreciate people listening to this going, yeah, it's all very well. I, I, I want to reiterate, yes, I understand that when your back is against all as mine is, sometimes you, you, you think I'm just gonna do anything. I don't care what it is. Yeah. All I'm saying to those people, and I say this to myself, because sometimes I just think, I'll just do anything. I need money. I'll just do anything. But really, really think seriously before you make that particular jump, because mm. we are talking an, ex an expense, which is, and that expense is not financial. It's human. It's your life. It's your mental health. It's your physical health. It's the health of your relationship. If you're not happy in that job, mm. If you're being taken yeah. advantage, how's that going to affect you? Are you going to be better for taking that job? Or would you actually be better not have taken that job and waiting for the right one? So that's what all I'm saying is, obviously, each person is an individual and they have to make their choices. But all I'm saying is think very carefully. Ask yourself the questions. Never mind about, oh, there's the job. Oh, oh I've been offered that money. Oh, okay, go, done it. Be sure. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you. And I, I think, like you said, you know, everyone's got their own opinion, haven't they, on, on things. Um, but I, I think, you know, I, that's quite, you know, I, I couldn't agree more with what you said. And I find, like, I thought about it recently, um, you know, when I, when I, was, I was offered this other interview and then I thought to myself, do I, do I really want to be doing that? Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, would I be happy? No. You know, if okay, if I went through it and I'm not happy, then it's going to affect probably you know the the workplace, yeah. and it has an effect on them as well. Because if you're not happy in a place, that kind of like you know people pick up on that, and you're not going to be performing the same compared to someone who is happy. Absolutely, this and this is something that's that's, that's often overlooked: how one person can affect an entire office um, just through their persona. Mm. through what they're feeling if you've ever worked in any form of, of 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 sort of office or colleague environment and you're all very happy and that one person walks in and, and they've just got a thunderous face or you know they've they've been in a real mood maybe they've just you know split up from their girlfriend or their wife and they come in and it just changes the atmosphere you're absolutely right so mm. you want to be that person do you want to be going to work every day thinking i absolutely hate this yeah. and people can feel it they can feel it emanating from you mm. 
yeah, I've I've seen it, you know, hospitality a lot when I worked in hotels. Um, some chefs, you could just tell, you know, they didn't want to be there. And you'd yeah. be with them, like, first thing in the morning. And, you know, it's long hours. Yeah. So they're there all day. And, um, yeah, it's it's very, you know, you see it. And I, I feel sorry for people who are in that space, in that situation, because, I mean, I say, you know, a lot of people say, you know, work at something, do that, and then try and build on that and find mm-hmm. something else alongside it. Yeah, I was told the um, same, mate. My family, yeah. I mean, especially the older generation, because that's what most of them have had to do. They made sacrifices, massive sacrifices, some of them. Mm. And they look at us in, 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 in the generation since theirs, and they say, well, look, you know, we went through hell. There's no reason why you shouldn't. And I take, I take a little bit of issue with that. Uh, I don't think we should. I understand that every generation is different. And every individual is an individual and is therefore different. But we must try and find where we belong, Mm. where we fit in, because we all have skills. We all have gifts. uh, We all have abilities. What would be the point? Truly, what would be the point of you knowing those skills, knowing those abilities that you have? which we should find out if you don't think you've got any, you have, you just need to find them. But if you know you've got certain skills, you've got certain attributes, you've got certain strengths that you know you have, why would you then go and do a job that doesn't utilize any of those? Mm. Oh, you know, I I love, uh, let's imagine that you're an excellent freehand uh, artist or something, and really you should be going to something along the lines of graphic design, but you then go and, 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 you know, become a train driver where is the correlation where are you going to utilize those skills except in your own spare time if you have any if you're compelled to after doing a 15-hour day let's say Mm. you have skills try and find out where you belong with those skills Mm. and the point of that is that you are then going to not only enhance yourself and enhance those skills funny enough you build upon those things that you already you already have within you you're going to be giving something to the world which we need we need people who have certain skills to be showing them to be benefiting others mm. yeah no i i definitely agree and i think like it, it makes me think like when i when i used to do one job i was working in like you know in a bar mm. and i remember like thinking to myself like I, I knew deep down that, you know, I did enjoy it for the most part, but part of me thought to myself, my time is going all into this. And I was thinking about my time and I was thinking, what is it? Where can my time be going? I, yeah. I used to feel really bad. And I, I think about like, you know, like the podcast I've been doing and I was thinking to myself, like if I was doing like a, a job um, that I didn't enjoy or, you know, for however many hours, yeah. I wouldn't be doing what I've been doing. Correct. But I, I, I know, you know, people's situations are different. They've got kids, yeah. they have to work, put yeah. food on the table. Um, but, you know, there is that silver lining within it where you, you can find your thing if you look for it on the side. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I, um, I was listening to a podcast uh, with Joey Diaz, stand-up comedian. Yeah. And he was talking about... Um, situation in america and he was saying like a lot of them aren't getting unemployment checks Mm -hmm. and all the rest of it Mm -hmm. um and they're like comics and they can't go out really to Mm. do stand-up and he and he was saying 
are you saying how humble are you you know you're a comic you're really good but he said he's like i know comics who are having to get um a construction job That's or right. a wait or a waiting yeah. job yes he said how you know this is a test of how humble you are yes oh absolutely and i i, I hope people i hope i haven't miscommunicated myself no, no. in, in, no, in no. saying that there is absolutely nothing wrong with doing a job that you need to do. Yeah, yeah. My belief is on this earth, on this planet, nothing is wasted. Mm. Nothing. And I include experiences in that. So mm. whatever it is you are doing, even if it's not what you want to be doing, the experience you're having in that job, in that relationship, whatever it is that you are currently involved with, that maybe you are not at the peak of happiness, that experience in itself hasn't been wasted on you. Mm. Take that experience. You've learned from it because already you know that you're not happy in it. So it's already taught you something. First of all, it's taught you what you don't like. Secondly, it's taught you resilience that you are still going to that job and you're still working at it and you're still doing your best because it's just the right thing to do. Mm. So nothing is wasted. You haven't wasted your time. If you're saying, Oh, you know, I'm still in this job. I hate this job, whatever. Don't look at it from that perspective. You can by all means. And we all do. I've been there. Hate being in this job. I've been here five years, you know, turn it around. Just have that thought, get it out there, get it off your chest, speak it, say it, shout it, whatever. And then suddenly look at it from a different perspective to balance. We need balance in life. Mm. So once you've had the negative, start allowing the positive to filter through and say, well, what has this experience taught me? Well, it's taught me these things. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that life has taught me this, 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 and this. Mm. You will find that you will have learned things doing something you don't like. You will have learned things from being in relationships that didn't work. Mm. If you'd only ever, I mean, think of a fantasy world where you only, you know, you left school, you left college, you went straight to the job of your dreams, you, you, you married the, the partner of your dreams. How would you know you were happy? Mm. How would you know those were your dreams? We need to experience things that we don't like in order to know what we do like. Mm. Or at least to appreciate what we do like. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I think like, that's why it's so important. I find to like, you know, try things out, isn't it? Try different things out. And absolutely. Like, I, I remember like when I had you on previously and it, uh, you're mentioning you, you traveled, you, you've yeah. been to different countries. Yes. And you've, you've done different things. And yes. you've got, you've almost got these different lenses almost to like life. Um, for which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. Um, I, I, and, I, and I will always say this in all of your podcasts, whenever you bring it up, uh, my life isn't for everybody. I wouldn't dare give guidance to anyone. Go and do what I did. Uh, because it's really, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's not for everybody. But it taught me a lot. Living in other countries, doing jobs uh, in other countries, learning other cultures, other languages. Um, it taught me a lot about life, as people say. But really, what we what we mean when we say that, it taught me about me. Mm. 
When people say, oh, you know, you're going to learn about life. No, what you're really learning about, let's be accurate with the language here. You're learning about yourself. Mm. You're learning about your limitations. You're learning about your mindset. You're learning about your strengths and you're learning about your weaknesses. And the whole learning process, the whole thing is about one thing. How are you going to alter those for the better? Mm. How are you going to keep hearing this phrase, be the best version of yourself? What on earth is that? I'll tell you what that is. And that is knowing what you're not, seeing yourself, warts and all, and trying to improve upon that. Being involved in something that challenges you and then thinking, you know what, I want to improve myself. I didn't realize I was like that. It's only when you come up against a challenge and then you think, I, I need to improve myself to get over this, this challenge, get over this dilemma that I find myself in. Mm. And that's growing. That's learning about yourself and growing. It's not just running away or, 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 or going to a corner and crying about it because you're finding life a little difficult. It's not life you're finding difficult. It's yourself mm. that you haven't been able to uh, change your mindset to deal with the problem that's in front of you. It's not your, it, as I think there's another, there's a famous saying that, that there's always been said that it, it's not the problem. It's your attitude to the problem. Yeah. And that is what we have to, we have to deal with that every day. I have to deal with it every day. You know, mm. again, it doesn't matter how many times you, you read these sayings. It's good for any girl. It's a cliche. I keep hearing that. Yeah. But are you taking it on board? I need to hear that every day because you just forget them. You say them or you read them five minutes later, you've forgotten it and you're back to your old self again moaning about this, complaining about that. We have to keep reminding ourselves, actually, yeah, I've got to change my attitude towards this. Mm. It's so easy to be negative. It's so easy to fall off the wagon. Mm. You want to quit smoking? You want to reduce your drinking? Easier said than done. Mm. It's so easy to fall off. As the saying goes, you know, like falling off a lot. It's so easy. It's hard to stay true stay disciplined it's very very hard and that's why we need to keep reminding ourselves we need to keep um telling ourselves this is why i'm here i'm here to improve myself mm. instead of just moaning about it and complaining oh it's it's oh you know the world is unfair life is unfair people are unfair yeah that's part of the problem but the other part of the problem i'm afraid is yourself and your attitude towards that mm. Yeah. And don't think that I've, I've, I've always been like that. I, that, that. I'm not just saying, oh, wow, I've lived this life like that. No, I haven't. I have been, I've been the worst uh, person for moaning about life, complaining about life. And, yeah. and, and saying that it's, it's the world's fault. It's other people's, pro it's other people's fault that, that I am where I am. Or I'm not where I want to be. Yeah. And, and, and thinking that the world owed me a living. Yeah, I think. I think that's it, isn't it? It's, uh, you know, we have to be very, very self-disciplined and, you know, we all got habits and we've all got behaviors and so a lot of the time we kind of can be on autopilot and we can, you know, that's the most dangerous to... thing ever. I, I, I want people, if they're aware that they're on autopilot to switch that autopilot off, mm. you know, you, you need to be in control all the time. Mm. You need to be aware. 
if you want to call it mindfulness, call it mindfulness. I, I'm not big on, on buzzwords or anything else, but, but be, you know, like I said, be in the moment, be aware of, of, of what you're doing. Yeah. If you're on autopilot, you need to ask yourself why you're on autopilot. Is it because your heart's not really in what you're doing? And if it isn't, just be honest with yourself to say, you know what, I really, I really couldn't give a damn about this uh, and I need to find something else. Great, that's stage one, that's step one. Mm. You are now aware of a problem. Now you can begin to deal with that problem, which is, well, what is it that I do want to do? What do I think even? Because maybe none of us actually, not none of us, some of us, a lot of us mm. don't actually know what it is we want to do. Yeah. How would you know that you would like to live in South America if you've never been to South America? You wouldn't. How would you like? How would you know if you really wanted to to live and work and raise a family in Australia if you've never been to Australia? Yeah. You need to have those experiences to know that that is something you want to do, and that's the same with work. That was my problem throughout my life with finding a job I wanted to do. I had an issue, and I, I still do have an issue with, with with modern education. Is that at sixteen, by and large, the education system wants you to choose what path you want to take for the rest of your life. Mm. I, I, I was of the GCSE generation. I was the second, only the second year to do the GCSEs. And we had to choose which subjects we wanted to do, which were then going to basically make some sort of a pathway towards our future. And I just, I, I just thought, why do I have to choose at 16? I don't know really what I want to do in my life. I thought I might like to do archaeology because I really enjoyed watching Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> and I thought, that's pretty cool. I, I want to be ha I want to be like Harrison Ford. I want to be like, you know, going through Egypt and, and digging up, for, yeah. you know, old, uh, old tombs of right. Pharaohs. Really? Yeah. And, I, and to be honest, I still do. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't mind if that, if, if, if that position came up doing that. Um, yeah. <laughs> but at 16, you know, that I didn't have any real experience of anything else. And I was jealous of a few of my friends who knew exactly what they wanted to do. You know, they knew they wanted to be accountants. They knew they wanted to be lawyers. I don't know how they knew, but they just knew. And I didn't have that conviction. This is what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, it's, um, so this is why dipping the toe in the water is so important. Now, I think, going off on the tangent here, you know, no, 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 it would be nice if businesses could offer. I'm sure some do. They probably have a deal with some schools. I'm, I'm out of touch with the schooling system these days. But if it, become, if it could become mainstream, I think it would be great if there were away days for mm. kids to go around an office or a business or a factory floor. It doesn't matter what it is or what level just to see what the world of work looks like. Mm. It should be part of the curriculum and it should be, it shouldn't just be a one-off thing. It should be done every year from the ages of eight upwards. Mm. I don't see what the big deal is. You know, I think that, that, that uh, I think it's probably the USA. Again, I don't know. I've never been there, but I, you hear things on the TV that they have a bring your kid to work day. Yeah. in some offices and i thought when i saw that on tv i thought what, a, what an inspired idea yeah show your kids what it is that that that, that mommy and daddy do mm. and it shouldn't just stop there with the parents it, the, the businesses should be saying look this this is what we've got to offer and you know maybe you'd like to think about it 
Mm. I don't think that the buck should stop there, though. I mean, the, 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 that's just the beginning. Mm. I, th I think international travel is essential for a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know how that would be. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to. Uh, I, I've got no solutions as to how people are going to finance this. But it, it, it would be a dream if, if, if children could have a wider knowledge of the world before mm. they set off to, to go to work. I just think that's terribly sad. Yeah. Because it sets it sets us all in motion as young adults and even old adults as to well, where do I fit in? Mm. I've started a job. I've been doing this job for twenty years. And I don't think I like it anymore, but I don't know what else is out there because mm. I work Monday to Friday. If I'm really unlucky, Monday to Saturday, I've got hardly any time. I'm tired when I go home. Where's the time for me to go and explore other avenues? Mm. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. And I think like, you know, the school system and education, like there's a lot of pressure on kids. I mean, you know, my, my younger brother, he's, he's 18, he's at college, and he's trying to figure out what he wants to do. Um, mm. You know, he's, he was feeling under pressure the other day because he, um, he's doing some kind of, like, print some He's doing a course in a set topic, yeah. and he was worried about it. And I said earlier, I was like, you're eight, you know, you're 18. I was like, you haven't worked yet. I said, yeah, you, you know, this might not be the thing for the rest of your life you can't mm. think to yourself this is going to be the thing for the rest of my life but this thing is like my mom said it as well it's like a stepping stone to the next thing it's just you know it might lead on to the the next thing it's experience it's you're just building on your kind of craft you know mm. and all these different experiences and i think like it's just how society and how people how uh you know it's passed on from generations like oh what are you doing what college are you going to Mm. Oh, and and people feel like they need to get their their shit together before mm. they even know themselves. I mean, absolutely, absolutely. That that you just hit the nail on the head, and I just think it's too much pressure at sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. It's still you don't know yourself, and this mm. is why we have so many, and I include myself in this, so nobody be offended. Maladjusted people on the planet, maladjusted adults. Mm we're still trying to find out who the hell we are. Yeah. We're still trying to find out where the hell we fit in. Mm. We, some of us feel that stirring inside and you think, yeah, I was meant for more than this, or I was meant for something different. Surely. Yeah. yeah I'm doing this job, but my heart's not in it. I want to do something else, but how do I get into that? Mm. What I think I would like when I don't know what I'd like. You might say, oh, you know, I've, I've thought about moving to Australia. Well, you're not going to buy an airline ticket and then go and buy a house and, and start a family in Australia. You need to go and test it out first. Mm. Now, we're lucky enough because most of us get two weeks holiday a year. Or we did pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. Um, where we could do that. Mm. But imagine, you know, when you're a job, you can't just, we don't have that facility to just tell your employer, if you don't mind, I'm just going to take two weeks off and I'm going to try another job for two weeks and see if I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that we, we just, we don't live in, you know, capitalism doesn't allow for that. But this is why, going right back to the beginning, why we need to make absolutely certain, mm. as certain as we can do within the parameters that we've been given. And the parameters are pretty damn tight. It's, it's, it's pretty hard. Mm. to to break out of these 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 uh constructs that we're put in is to try mm. and find out really what it is you want 
out of life, who you are is the most important thing. What is it that, that, that drives you? And I'm not talking money. Money drives all of us. We all need money, otherwise we can't put bread on the table. But what mm. drives your soul? What drives your passion? Mm. What is it that, let's pretend you, you were a lottery winner or just a millionaire who inherited millions and you didn't actually have to work and after a year of you being bored as hell and owning a Lamborghini, Ferrari, Bugatti and everything else, and you think, okay, I'm bored. My brain is turning to mush. What would it be that you would like to do? What would be the legacy that you would like to leave on this planet before you died? Mm. What would you like to be remembered for? What would you like to be thanked for? Mm. And those are just you know, some teaser questions for people to think about asking themselves. And that's just a starter. Then you can start asking yourself, yeah, what is it that, that, that I could see myself doing that I would be, it would be a pleasure for me to do mm. that. I get a real sense of achievement, joy, pleasure from helping others perhaps which is really what we're all here to do. Mm. Whether you like it or not, you know, we're, we are servicing, we're, we are all part of a service industry, no matter what industry you're in. So make sure that you're in the service that you want to be giving. Mm. And, and we yeah. need to ask those questions. What is it that, that what area of service do you want to work in? Mm. Where are your skills that it would just come naturally to you to do? You wouldn't have to go to college or university for four years. It would just be intrinsic in you. Mm. And these are things that people need to ask themselves. And these, these, as I said, this is just the beginning. There are many, many more questions to be constantly asking yourself, to be, to be building yourself, to be improving yourself. But that's a start is find out who you are and then start working on yourself from there. Once you've established, well, yeah, this is who I am. I would like to be better than this. Let's start working on it. Mm. I think like you said, that's, you know, I agree with what you said. And I think like, you know, asking those, those questions are like, um, key, you know, they're like, you know, the, the first steps almost on that, you know, to self reflect and think, you know, what is it you want to be doing? Uh, mm you know, the, the, what impact do you want to be having? And I think like, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, what impact are you having and the things that you're doing? And that's, you know, like you said, what you're rem remembered for. And, um, I saw, I saw a quote on uh, Instagram today. It was a picture and, um, it's quite morbid, but okay. it's, it's quite frank. And it was the grim reaper. Yeah. And there was a guy next to the grave and he's got yeah. all this money you know, this old guy, he's got all this money and all this stuff and everything yeah. behind him. And this Grim Reaper says, no, no baggage. That's right. No baggage saw, allowed. <laughs> you you can't saw... take it with you. <laughs> so it's like, you know, like you said, okay, like the cars, and you know, people are driven by money, but, um, you know, like what, like you said earlier, like do, do what gets, out, gets you out of bed in the morning mm. and, and that, that fire inside of you and, you, you, that you're you, you tend to find that the people who don't have money are the ones who, whose goal is to have money. Hmm. And that there's a truth to that. And there's a realism to that. 
and there's a rationalism to that. Of course, if you haven't got money, you want money. But that's only half a story. There has to be more than that. Once you have the money, going back to what I said five minutes ago, once you've got the money, you've made it, you, are, you become a millionaire, you become head of five businesses, CEO of multiple companies. Now, what are, what are you? Yeah. Now what do you do? What is there left? What are you going to be remembered for? For just have, have, have been, having made it from rags to riches? Is, is that it? That's your story. Mm. Oh, yeah, he made it from, from the street all the way to, to the C-suite. Okay. And? Mm. But what, what, what legacy has that person left? What footprint have they left behind that we should remember them? Simply that they made this journey from, from nothing to everything. Oh, wow. So they did that all for themselves. Great. How does that help me? Does that inspire me? Maybe a little bit that, that anyone can do it. Yeah, okay, I'll get that. But what have they done for anybody else? Did they make anybody smile? Did they make somebody's day brighter during their existence? Did they help somebody up? who was worse off than them? Did they care for somebody? Mm. And these are the traits that I think now, thanks to COVID, and like I said at the very beginning, we need to, you get rid of all the, the, the frustration and the negative, fine, that's normal. Then try and introduce the positive. What are the positive things about COVID? It's introduced to us the fact that we need to be more grateful. We need to help more people. We need to be there for others. It's not just all about us. Mm. Yeah. And, and oh, this is something oh. in, it, it, I think that, that this is starting to trickle down into more and more people's minds. That we need to look out for our friends, our neighbours. We need to make sure they're okay. Mm. The older generation. Our kids. We need to we need to be making sure that everyone is okay and not just us it's we can't be selfish we can't say well i'm all right jack mm. and I, this is this is a danger and i see it all the time on linkedin for example where people are saying oh if you haven't uh, if you haven't started a new company if you haven't written a book if you haven't learned a new language during the four months that you've been uh, you've either been furloughed or uh, or stuck at home then then you're an idiot well, mm. it isn't like that, I'm afraid. And we shouldn't be listening to that. That's all very selfish stuff. Mm. If you've been furloughed or, 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 or found yourself unemployed or, or what have you, if you've found yourself alone for the last three to four months, um, maybe you needed that time alone to figure out these very questions that, that we've been talking about tonight. Who am I? What is it I want? This is my time now to, to reinvent myself. Mm. my priorities may have changed mm. you don't need to have studied you don't need to have learned a second language or learned to play a new instrument you don't need to have done that you just need to have had that time perhaps everybody's different mm. but don't be don't be stressed out by other people telling you what you should or shouldn't have done yeah. especially for selfish means mm. Yeah. Self-improvement isn't necessarily more money, better skills. Self-improvement is holistic. It's about you figuring out who you are and what it is you're here for. 
Yeah. No, I, I, I massively, you know, agree with what, what you said there. And, you know, like self-improvement, like there, there are so many, like, like you said, on LinkedIn and social media and um, people have got so many different kind of distorted kind of like concepts of it and their ideas of it. And um, I think they're very basic concepts. I think mm. that's the issue that, 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 that I have with modern life. And specifically with business, we need business. I'm not decrying that we should suddenly get rid of business and live in some sort of uh, bartering society. But business can be very, very blunt and very basic. It, it can be a bit Neanderthal at, yeah. at the best of times. And I think we, sh we, mustn't, we must be guarded against letting business dictate the rules of our lives. Mm. We're human beings. We need to dictate to business. Now, this is how it's going to be. Mm. And that is what I'm hoping post-COVID is going to be like, where mm. people are going to say, you know what? The game needs to change. The rules need to change. And we're changing them. And mm. business is going to have to keep up with us, not us having to keep up with business. Yeah. It's very yeah. blunt. It's like, this is what you, you have to go to work. You have to work really hard and you've got to make money. And that's it. It's very blunt. It's very bland. Mm. I, what, what about customer service what about helping people mm. no 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 no. we can't do that well why can't we we've just been through a, just one of the most bizarre hurtful periods of of the you know global existence yeah. yeah and you're just thinking that we're going to go back to business as usual and we're just going to start being selfish and arrogant and um and egotistical no 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 we're not Things have got to change. Mm. No more that blunt tool. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think like, I mean, I told you that, you know, the job interview I went for uh, recently, I had like four people, you know, um, I won't name job no. who it is. But I, you know, I was interviewed, interviewed by four people at the same time. Um, and I, you know, I, I talked about, um, you know, what I've done through COVID, my podcast yeah. and things like that you know, my, my interests, my, you know, my confidences. And I was really selling myself and um, I could just tell that they wasn't interested in that because they were just interested in how I could make them money. Yeah. What can I, you know, not, nothing else matters. They just want that, that priority, priority is them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, anything else, it's no, it's a no go. It's an intimidation to them. And I, and I, I just felt like there was like no empathy. Um, mm. And, and it, it, you know, I think, you know, like I said, it's all experience, but I, I thought to myself, like, you know, it, shit, there's more to this. I was like, is this, I was, I was thinking to myself, is this how it's come to, you know, um, you know, if, if I was interviewing someone or if I owned a business, I understand that, you know, business is business and mm -hmm. work is work, mm -hmm. but I would, you know, be like, yeah, that's good. You know, good for you. That's, that's great. You, you know, to reassure that person, and try and take their skills and their energy and how that can go into the workplace. Exactly. Which is what we were talking about 10 minutes ago about knowing yourself, knowing what skills you've got, what gifts you've been given, what you've been born with naturally, intrinsically, you know, I'm good at this. You want the right person for that right job because that's just going to, they're going to be happy as employees. Mm doing a job they love doing because they know how to do it anyway. It's what they've, it's what they're born to do almost. 
business owner's happy because he's got people who are happy employees. They're helping the customer. The customer's happy because the employees are happy. And, and it, it's a symbiotic relationship. Hmm. Which again goes back to my disdain for the modern education system. That it just feels like we're just being trained to do something instead of rather than just read and learn about how to do something, learn it so well that you can then go and be useful to a company. Why aren't we, instead of learning from a book, why aren't we learning from inside? Why aren't we learn, well, what is it that, 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 that I am? Mm. Schools don't like it because businesses don't like it because it's too, it's too ephemeral. We can't touch it. It's not, it's not tangible. I can, I can touch a pen, I can touch a book. I, I, yeah. I, can, I can do all of that. But when we're talking about something on a different plane, spiritual, um, ethereal, emotional, yeah. mm. people don't want to have anything to do with that. And that's a big mistake because we're human beings. And I'm yeah. sorry, but <laughs> we are built of more than just the flesh, blood and bone. There is something else that mm. makes us human. And those are all those fuzzy bits. Those are all those um, airy fairy bits, which are so important to us. Mm. Uh, and this is again, going back to why I feel, I believe my opinion that there are so many maladjusted people out there because we feel there is something, we can't put our finger on it sometimes, but we know there's something wrong. And we know there's something that we have to adjust. There's, somebody we were supposed to be and this is exactly what we need to be investigating mm. yeah no I, I i i agree with you and i think like you know as human beings we're we're worth so much more you know and there's so much more to us um you know because we're not robots and i think you know like a lot of workplaces you know just want us to be like robots if that makes sense well yeah i mean I, I think that's why ai is becoming just more and more populous every way you're seeing that they, they are looking to invent robots to uh to make us redundant because really that's what business wants they, they, they want someone without the complications of of of, of spirit of soul of depression of, of mental health they don't want any of these problems it gets in the way you know we're too human it's so ironic. And yet the customer base is human. Humans need humans. We need interaction. I just, I just think that there is, a, there is a rich irony there that businesses as entities don't know who they are. They don't know who their customers are. They don't know what their customers want. They think they know what the customer wants. They think they know. They don't actually know. Mm. and they are dictating mm. and this is where i'm saying and as i said it five minutes ago we need to be dictating the rules not having them dictate the rules to us mm. and I'm, I'm just hoping again i'll say it again that, that, that post covid yeah. that we're, we're going to have we're going to have a change there's going to be a, a, a sea change mm. yeah i mean i mean i think like people you know like before COVID, you know, whilst lockdown happened, is that, you know, people almost kind of gave their power 
to you know the workplaces and people who they work for and i think you know they kind of a lot of people realize you know you know why well, i have the power to to do something and change something um i, I know a lot of people who've, who've created things in the time uh one of you know managers i had he created he's in hospitality created like his own um do you know where the place things that do catering for other businesses and things yeah. like that yeah he, he like set that up um and he i think he works himself now he's got his own thing going yeah i was like well it, it's it's definitely a silver lining to it like you know you said you you're doing lots of different things absolutely um, i've been doing the podcast you, you know you've done a we were talking about things earlier it's learning about self it's learning as we're talking about it's learning about yourself I'm trying things I've never done before things I wasn't wasn't taught to do I never was taught these things at school I was never I never uh, even tried these things in the process of, of, a, of a job trying a podcast for the first time setting one up uh, designing logos for, for, for my potential new business. I'm just doing all these myself. I could invite other people to do them for me, but I want to test myself. Am I good at doing that? Perhaps Perhaps that's the route I should be going. I love doing art. As a kid, I love drawing. And so now I've sort of rekindled those things that I loved as a kid. So now I'm finding, you know, I'm drawing on pieces of paper. I'm learning new software to, 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 to use software instead of, you know, a pen and paper. Uh, and I'm testing myself. I'm growing. I'm finding out what I like, what I don't like. And, yeah. and um, this is just all part of growth, all part of, of seeking out who you are. And it, it, it's essential. It's essential for, for, for people to be constantly testing themselves, challenging themselves, and above all, questioning themselves. What is it I want to be doing? I mean, the things that mm. I'm doing, is, as indeed you are, and, and we talk about this regularly as friends, um, I'm doing this to try and help others along the way. I'm not doing this purely just to make money, just for money's sake. I don't want to just, oh, you know, my goal, Adam, is to make 100000 by the end of the year so I can buy the latest Porsche Boxster. That's not my goal. Mm. My goal is to set up a business that I am then going to help other people. If I can yeah. make some money out of it, enough just to put a roof over my head, uh, I'm going to be a very happy bunny. Mm. I'm trying to figure out the light. Because it's, it's gone dark. <laughs> Got the, uh, I love it. Because so, this is real life. You know, yeah, trying, uh, people, yeah, people always think, oh, you know, I'm, you know when, when they're going to watch a podcast or something, that it, it's got to be, uh, it's got to be yeah. polished. So, yeah. hell, no, it doesn't have to be polished at all. This is, this is reality, yeah. people. I know. I know. So, yeah, it's lights now, man. Sorry. Yeah, it's a lot um, brighter outside than it is on your car. <laughs> um, I should have just sat in the garden. But, yeah, you um, should have done. Yeah. Like the last podcast I think we did, you were in the back um, garden. That was great. Uh, it's so funny. Um, but um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with what you said. Um, I think um, we just need to find it you know just try things out and don't be afraid to try isn't it i think oh, that's that's, just... that's yeah that is an excellent piece of advice we might, we've got to try and it's easy said than done to say don't have the fear but have the fear i think i think mm. that was a famous phrase for some famous automobile company 
back in the 80s or the 90s feel the fear and, and just do it anyway no fear mm-hmm. just 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 feel the fear do it anyway yeah there's no problem there's no issue with you being afraid to do it but the issue comes if that stops you doing it don't let it yeah. stop you don't let it stop you I, I i think a lot of that's to do with pride i know personally a lot of things mm. that i didn't do in my life 10 15 20 years ago is because of pride what if i fail what if i look stupid what if i look like a fool what if people just laugh at me because you know i tried something when they've been telling you told you so told you so told you it wouldn't work i don't care anymore i just do it anyway yeah no it's it's just doing it isn't it and yeah not thinking about what people think about it yeah i mean that's that's a lot easier said than done of course it is it's learning to put your pride, your ego on the shelf just for a little while while you try something out. And it doesn't matter if, if, if you fall flat on your, on your face. Just go, okay, I've learned something there. Pick yourself up and, and just, just try it again. Don't let that put you off. Mm. Yeah, and I think like that's, that's just like I think it's a constant process, isn't it? I mean, yeah. um, like... You know, it's being comfortable, isn't it? I, mean, I think back, you know, to when I was a teenager and things, and you know, in the past when I was self conscious and things like that. And you know, I'm not like that anymore, but sometimes, you know, it, sometimes we can all feel self conscious at times, I think. Of course, yeah. I think, like you said, it's accepting, it's owning what you're feeling and just saying it. Yeah. I think that helped because I, I, I did a chat with someone and they said they did like a public thing on stage. And they felt nervous mm-hmm. and they had to openly say, look, I'm, I'm feeling nervous. And they felt better because they owned it. Yeah, absolutely. If you, if you confront others with your own weakness, then you've taken the power away that they had over you. Because mm. you've already told them, look, I know that I'm all of these, these, these negative traits or these, these seemingly negative traits. But if I tell you that I'm aware of them, then I've taken the power. I've taken the sting out of it. You can't hurt me because I've already told you that I, I, I know. I, I know that I've got these problems. There's no longer that sort of blackmail almost. Mm. Yeah. And, that, and that's what we've got to do. Like you said, you've got to own it. You say, look, I know I'm not, I'm no, I'm no Einstein or what have you, but I'm going to give this a go anyway. And people will actually you'll be surprised. Yeah, people will yeah. actually then be rooting for you because you haven't been arrogant about it. You haven't said, well, you know, I'm going to do this and then fall flat in your face. You said, well, mm. I'm, not, I'm not really very confident about this. I've got no experience. I've got no expertise, but mm, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to give it my best shot. You'll, you'll suddenly begin to find a lot of people rooting for you. Why? Because they see themselves in you. Mm. You'll be surprised how many people are going through what you're going through. And the problem is that when you stand up and decide that you want to go and do something else, there is, let's be blunt here, there is a little bit of jealousy. Well, how come you're doing it and I can't do it? So when you turn around and you say, well, look, I I don't really know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to give it a go. They're like, that's Mm. like me. Okay, in that case, I'm rooting for you. Yeah. Because before that, I thought you were just being an arrogant SOB. And thinking that mm. you're better than all of us. It's not that at all. It's not that at all. Mm. I mean, look at, I think, do you know how many times I've changed my LinkedIn profile? 
because I did it once, I didn't like it. I must have changed it about 20 times. <laughs> you, you do something and then you're not happy with it. You think, actually, no, you know, it's not quite right. Let me try this. Mm. What is it I'm trying to say? What is it I'm trying to be? Who am yeah. I trying to attract? Am I miscommunicating myself? Am I being understood? There's mm. nothing wrong with that. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to, to rethink things. Don't, don't be afraid to start off on a path and then think, actually, you know what? I think I'm going the wrong way. Nothing wrong with that. No one says you've got to continue down that path. Mm. I, think, I think that's, that's key, what you said, you know, all of it. I think like that's, that's the... How can I put it? Like the art almost of being true to yourself. It's, as you said, owning it. Well, I don't really know what I'm doing. But you know what? There's only really one way to really know. And that's just to mm. do it. You can read all mm. the books you like. You can, you can buy books from experts and read all the audio books of the greats. Until you actually knuckle down and do it yourself, mm. you're never really going to know how it feels and how it's going to turn out. Yeah. So get out there and do it for yourself and see how it works out. See how it feels. Mm. Yeah. No, and that's, that's, that's how I've lived my life right up to, you know, today and, and how I continue to live my life is, well, I'll give it a go. If it mm. fails spectacularly, I've got two things to learn from that. One, I'm not very good at it and I can change to learn to be better at it mm. or I can just walk away from it. Yeah because I, don't, I didn't like it in the first place very much. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, um, that, that reminded me of what that comedian said on his podcast, Joey Diaz, he does jujitsu, and he yeah. said, he, I've never done jujitsu, but he said, there's always going to be someone out there who's better in some way. And he said the experience of jujitsu is very like mind, body. He said, you're always constantly self-reflecting and learning because you know like different holds and different said there's always somebody better than reflecting and learning said there's something quite um stoic about it yeah well that i was the same because i i did kickboxing for for almost 10 years mm. um and i did i did competition level so I, I, was, I wasn't just going to classes just to keep fit. I was going to classes to actually do battles with other clubs. And I'll never forget joining my club. It's a local club, not far from, from where I'm living right now. And the, um, my tutor, my sensei, uh, on the first day, I asked them, because I'd done judo as a kid. And I said, well, um, what, where, where are the belts? I need, I need a belt. And he said, what do you need a belt for? And I said, well, don't we get belts in, in this club? And he said, you know, belts are only good for, for holding your trousers up. He said, there's, there's, what's the point of you having a belt? And I said, well, isn't it to, to show how far we've progressed, how good we are? He said, you're only as good as your last fight. And he goes, it doesn't really yeah. matter. He said, even the people who you perceive to be the greats, he said, they can get in the ring with somebody who's only just started out and they can still lose to them. Lucky punch, mm. lucky kick. He said, if you're not feeling great, you're going to lose. If your mind's not there, you're going to lose. He said, so make sure your mind's always right. And he said, I can promise you as a human being, it's not always going to be right. So guess what? You're going to lose. 
does mm. that mean you know that that you suddenly you shouldn't you should give the belt back if you're a green belt or a black belt no he said you know how good you are it's all about yourself it's not about showing outwardly to other people look at me i'm a black belt look what i've achieved mm. he said there's an arrogance in that he said keep it to yourself only you know how good you are what great advice absolutely i never ever forgot forgot that and hence i i, I love that club and um i i think wow. it's it's very worthy advice for absolutely any situation we don't need mm. to show and tell other people how far we've come we can have wisdom within us mm. and all of us has a wisdom within us because we've all had experiences that other people may mm. not have had mm-hmm. we don't need to we don't need to show all those qualifications oh you know I, i've got an msc i've got a phd okay so what can you do what is needed of you mm. in the moment that it is needed mm. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. And, and having all those qualifications isn't necessarily uh, going to be the thing that's important at the end of the day. As I've said before, what is business about? What is life about? Because you could argue that life is a transactional thing like business. Mm. Life is about relationships, right? Yeah. We relate to each other. Mm. So what do we need in a relationship, be it a romantic relationship, a business relationship, a friendship relationship, Mm. a family relationship? What is it we need? We need to know how to interact with one another, Mm. to make each other feel at peace, be harmonious and and show some some humility and some respect. Mm. And we can only do that if we understand ourselves and that's why going right back to the beginning we need to be asking questions of ourselves going back to to how you even said you don't want to take that job because you thought it might uh impact negatively on you which then like a domino is going to impact negatively on those around you that you care about yeah yeah relationships a phd is not going to help you do that i'm afraid and msc is not going to help you do that there's nothing wrong with those things. It's like having a belt in karate. There's nothing wrong with you having it. All I'm saying is, as my sensei told me, it's not essential. Yeah. You can live without it. You can do just as well without it. Don't ever mm. feel a lesser person because you haven't got it. Mm. No, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's, you know, great advice. And, um, you know, like, you know, people are more than just titles, aren't we, you know? Um, and I think, you know, we, we we shouldn't just strive just to get that title because I think sometimes people are on that journey almost, on that train, and then they get to that stage and then they're like, oh, is this it? You know, I, I got here and now what? <laughs> um, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a bit like the money. Once yeah. you've got the title, or once you've got the money, now what? what are you doing with it Mm. what was the purpose of you getting that Mm. you hear people all the time and it's normal it's natural oh i really want to get my phd okay now tell me why 
Is it because mm. the job you're going for demands that you have one? Or is it because you think that by having that, uh, you're going to be able to have a little more power? Mm. What is the, I'm looking for the reason all the time when I talk to people, when they say, this is what I want out of life. And I have to ask them, but why? Mm. If the answer isn't, um, I'm looking for, for happiness or I'm looking to, to bring happiness to others. If the answer is anything but, but something along those lines, then I always ask them, but, but, but why? Why do you want that? Mm. Oh, you know, I, 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 I want to have a big house uh, in Beverly Hills. Okay, but why? Is it because you want people to, um, to look at you and think, wow? Are you missing something? Is, is there a question you haven't asked yourselves and you haven't resolved in yourself that, that you need attention? Is there something we need to visit? Is there something we need to explore? Why are you here? It's quite a powerful question, isn't it? It's very simple. It's very quite powerful when you think about it. Why? You know, that, Most people that. can't answer it because it's too... Well, that, they can answer it. They don't want to answer it because it is like looking into a very dark crevasse into an abyss mm. Mm. it's a little bit scary to look into it because you suddenly you can if you're not holding on tight you can feel that vertigo oh my god i don't think i want to answer this question because i might not like the answer mm. i don't know why i'm here and then you start feeling the vertigo well, what am i doing why am i getting out of bed in the morning why am i going for the job that i hate and I tell people yeah. that you just need to just, just take a deep breath, ground yourself and just rethink your options, your potentials, mm. because there are so many out there. Mm. Rethink your values. And it's all right if, if your value is simply to have a job, come home to a, a loving family, um and and live very quietly and if that is your dream i'm not taking that away from you and i think mm. that's great that you have that deep rooted belief that that is what you want and your gift is to bring love and happiness to your family i think that's wonderful mm. i don't want to be misunderstood now i don't want people to say oh you know you're trying to um make people suddenly um, feel bad for, for, for having ordinary, perhaps dull, boring, monotonous jobs. Uh-uh, not at all. And I've done those jobs, so I know. Mm. I'm talking to those people who are feeling a little bit lost, who are feeling mm. within them that there's something not quite right. There's something else. They could be doing something better. They have a gift, perhaps. Mm. They know they've got this natural ability built within them that they're not using. Maybe that they sometimes show at the weekends and people go, oh, you know what, mate, you should have been on stage. You're funny. Yeah. Man, you, you know, you, you did that drawing of my, of my dog and it's amazing. Why didn't you ever become an artist? Mm. Well, you know, I had, to, I had to either go to work or pay the bills. Maybe it's time to revisit where your mm. priorities are if it's able for you to do so and mm. consider utilizing those skills full time. Mm. No, I I think I think I think you're right. And I think like you know, um, I did a video recently, and it was about like you know time, and you know there's no no right or wrong time. And like Colonel no, Sanders, K KFC was like 65 when he did KFC. That's right. 
absolutely right it doesn't matter when that's what i'm telling people if they look if they are going to start asking those difficult questions looking into that abyss don't have that vertigo about oh my god time's slipping away and i haven't done what i should be doing don't stop have a breather it's all right it's gonna be all right you have all the time in the world do it when you're ready the fact that you've just even ask yourself the question perhaps yeah. is enough you've you've had an awakening mm. just even to ask yourself that question what, what what am i doing actually with my life am i going in in a direction that i'm happy with that's what i'm asking really i'm i'm, I'm hoping that people are going to be happy with their lives and if they're not if there's that small going right back to the beginning you said dipping the toe in the water yeah. you know before you enter into a relationship or into a job if your life doesn't tick all the boxes figure out what it is that you could do that would tick those boxes those important boxes mm. my dad always used to ask me when i was when i was young adrian do you want to work on the land in the sea in the air what is it you want do you want to work in the mountains, in the forests, in the deserts? It can be as basic as to start off with as that. If you always had this desire, maybe once you went on a, on a, on a, on a mountaineering holiday, or you went skiing once in your life and you thought, wow, I absolutely can love the mountains. Mm. Maybe that's something you need to explore. Maybe yeah. you need to have a complete change of, 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 of scenery and, and a complete career change. Go where your heart really feels at, at peace. Mm. Just trying to get, I'm just, I'm trying for people to find out where they really do belong rather than lying to themselves about where they belong and sacrificing their happiness for somewhere that they think they have to remain. Mm. You've got two legs. Get up and use them to go and walk. Yeah. Even if you haven't got any legs, you've got a brain. Mm. Go and transport yourself. Mm. There are people who've got far less than us and they have achieved oh, yeah. far greater. And it doesn't, mm. I'm not talking achievement in terms of money or notoriety. I'm talking about that they've achieved their dream. Mm. Perhaps showing other people that there's more to life, mm. that nothing stopped them. What's stopping you? Mm. No, I, I, I definitely agree. And it, it reminds me of the uh, where, where, where I live. Down uh, a couple of years ago, there was that tragic boat accident in the sea where one of the Steam the Sky News guy and yeah. the boat went round. I remember the uh, the woman, the war, the common brand name, but the lady. Um, she's quite very attractive. She uh, was she was caught in that mess and she ended up losing a leg. And she does like TED talks yeah. and stuff. She did like a TED talk, you know. Yeah. And she's she's gone through all that trauma, and she's got a prosthetic leg. Yeah. You know, she she she's still on stage telling her story about what happened, That's and right. she she's she's doing something. You know? She's right. not being a victim. And no. And, and what I love is that she's giving back. When I'm asking the question, "What are you here to do?" It's not just to make money for yourself. She's giving back. She's doing something for 
society at large. She's mm. telling people not to give up to those people in the audience who may have thought about giving up whatever it is that they were doing and wanted to give up. She's saying, don't give up. I've been through something and it didn't stop me. And I think yeah. these sort of talks by these people who've had these experiences are essential to us. And I hope I, I can, I can follow in, 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 in their footsteps yeah. a little bit. I've, yeah. I've lived a hell of a life and I've, I've done all kinds of things. And if I can help somebody else, yeah. to navigate or to steer away from, from things that I've experienced, then, then I want to do that too. I want to, to, to offer that to other people. So yeah, it's just ask, asking questions of ourselves, I think is, is an essential part of our everyday life. I, 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 you know, always, I think, yeah. mm. no, I, and, and I, I think, you know, with what you're doing, you know, is, is like, you know, great. And, you know, I think you have so much to offer and, you know, talking to you, you know, you're, you're real and you're genuine and you're just honest and you say it how it is and, well, no, I think if you're, if you're false, if you're inauthentic, then it's, it's literally when, not if, people will see through you mm. and will see the lie. They will see the falseness. Mm. So why bother? Yeah. Uh, I'd rather just, just, you know, like you said about, um, about fear and just if, if you show people, if you tell people the truth, look, I, I, I don't have the experience, I'm feeling a bit nervous and, and you own it, then you have a lot less to fear. And so I'm doing the same thing. I, I'm, I'm very open with people. You know, I don't have this, this, this or this. But this, in spite of that or despite that or nevertheless, I have this, this, this and this. So... Mm. Again, I'm very keen on balance in life. I'm very keen on balancing the negative with the positive. I'm not one of these people that banishes the negative. I see that too much on LinkedIn, which, which worries me. Toxic positivity, where people only want to hear positive things. They only want to hear applause. They only want to hear praise. Not against that. I'm saying balance it. When, 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 when you want to be real, you want to tell people that there is a downside to this, but here is the plus side. And I want to give you both and for you to be able to choose. And mm. I, I, again, I, I want to tell people to be aware, not to sugarcoat things in life. Yeah. I haven't been talking to you to, to tell people that life is going to be great if they ask themselves these deep questions and change their life. I'm telling them that life is hard no matter what you do. You could be stuck in a boring job um, and, and want to have an exciting life. But if you choose that exciting life, let me tell you, as someone who did just follow their dreams and their hearts, that there are some huge difficulties to overcome doing that as well. Hmm. 
I'm not sugarcoating anything. All I'm trying to say is be honest with yourself. Look at both sides. Going back to you, dipping a toe in the water. Be sure before you make the leap in whatever it is that you have a decision to make over. Mm. Be informed. Have all the information in front of you. Don't, don't let anyone sugarcoat anything and don't let anyone just poison you with negativity about anything either. Don't mm. be swayed by one particular person, two particular people, three particular, even a hundred people telling you this is a bad idea. If one mm. person can tell you, actually, you know what? It's not such a bad idea. Give it a go. It didn't mm. work for those hundred people. It just might work for you. Mm. because we are all very different mm. this is my another little pet hate about business it's a bit like a giant farm uh, pharmaceutical company in that they just churn out things one size fits all mm. and that's disagreeable to me <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> whenever you need a shirt or a suit you go into mm. the shop and you buy whatever it is 38 regular or 38 short or whatever and you, you, your trousers or whatever you know what it's never going to fit you as good as going to a tailor who yeah. measures you as an individual mm. and what have we done we've got rid of those we've got, we've got rid of tailors we'd rather just buy something off the rack mm. and that just you know when i first started to care about clothes and how they fit me and stuff like that that really hit me i thought why why have we done that it just in the name of ease in the name of profit for the business in the name of ease for us i can put my hand on the suit and buy it now instead of having to wait a week for the tailor to to to, to, to knock it up yeah and then i thought well isn't that just like life we want everything off the shelf we want everything off the hanger Mm. We don't want to have to, we want everything immediately. We want everything prepared, microwave. We want everything instant. And it's not really good for us. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think like with, with the tailored suit, it's that relationship and the experience of it, isn't it? Exactly. Everything. I, yeah. It's everything. And mm. this is just a euphemism for life, for your life. It's for, for everybody's life is don't just pick a job off the rack. Don't just go and get a degree or a qualification off the rack because, well, you know, because it looks it, good. It looks good. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it kind of looks good. It's not perfect for me, mm. but it looks all right. It'll do. Don't just take that job because it'll do. It looks all right. Hmm. Don't, don't do that if you can possibly help it. Hmm. Go to a tailor. Get the right fit. Get the right fit for your job. Get the right fit for your relationship. Get the right fit for your lifestyle. Get the right fit for your friendships and your relationships. Get hmm. the right fit. Take the time. Invest. Buying a suit from a tailor ain't cheap. Hmm but it's an investment and people notice people looking and go, where'd you get that suit? And you're like, well, I, I, I got it. I got it bespoke. I got it tailor made. Ooh, it looks really, it really looks good. It fits mm. you perfectly. 
people will notice in your face, in the way you carry yourself, when you have the right fit in your life for your relation, your personal relationships, your family relationships, your job, your business, they will know, they will notice the way you, the way you are. You'll be just, mm. because your life will be starting to go right. You'll be doing things that you believe in. Mm. You won't have just followed the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think they're such important points. And I think it's something that, you know, we should think about. And, you know, like, it's, it's that going that kind of extra mile, isn't it? And, you know, instead of having that instant gratification, okay, you know, going to the place, you know, um, it's, it's like, kind of almost imagining yourself from a third person kind of view isn't it like looking at yourself almost like how that's how, uncomfortable how, that yeah. can be uncomfortable yeah uh, you ever catch yourself in, in in a reflection in a window in a shop window or, or in a mirror yeah and sometimes you think oh my god do i really look like that yeah <laughs> and and it, it can be uncomfortable but you're yeah. absolutely right we have to do that with ourselves not from a physical point of view but from, from a, a holistic point of view in every aspect of our lives, we've got to look outside, we've got to be outside of ourselves looking in and saying, okay, so that's me working here in this job, doing this, I'm in this relationship. How do I feel about all of that? Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, talking, going back to the suit analogy, it's expensive. And I, I use that analogy because doing anything to, to improve yourself mm. is an investment of time mm. and time is the most precious commodity you have. Mm. So if you can start to invest a little bit of time in yourself to figure out who you are and what it is that you want, mm. then you're going to get a better fit. The more investment, the more money I save to be able to go to the tailor, mm. the better the better style and the better fit of suit I'm going to be able to afford the same thing with your life. If you can invest a little bit more time in figuring out what you want based on who you are, mm. you're going to get a better fit in your life. Yeah. This is what, this has taken me 45, 46 years to figure that out. I'm only just starting out on a business. I should have perhaps started 20 years ago. Mm. On saying that, as we talked before the before you started recording, yeah, yeah. of course I'm going to say that. I wish I'd started this 25 years ago. Actually, the timing is perfect because I yeah. wasn't the person I am today 25 years ago. No. Sorry, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, yeah. so I, I say to people, if if you're looking to the abyss and thinking, "Oh my God, I'm asking myself these questions, I'm not where I want to be," don't freak out. It's mm -hmm. all right when the time is right. And there is a time for everything in life. Mm. When the time is right, you'll know, you just know, don't ask me how there's no book on it. There's no bestseller you can buy. She'll tell you when, when the time is to, to change your life, to, to, to mm. figure out when it is to start that business. When, when the time is to buy that round the world ticket and go explore. There is no time that anyone else can tell you. Only you know that. Mm. Only you know when you have invested enough time in yourself 
to get the right fit for your life. Mm. Only you will know. I've, I've only just discovered that now. Yeah. And that's partly, partly thanks to, to COVID, I've got to say. It's partly due to the fact that I, I, uh, I had to leave South America when there was a, a revolution that changed my life. That's something I had no control over. If you have any people, and we talked a little bit about this before we started recording, when people, business people especially, so there's no such thing as luck. I beg to differ, and I will happily, happily argue and discuss that if ever they want mm. to, to, to bring that up with me. There is such a thing as luck. You can call mm. it fate. You can call it the universe, whatever. Mm. There is such a thing. There are things that you have no control over that will steer you in a certain direction. I was mm. happily living in South America as an English teacher, bang suddenly there's a revolution president is is uh is gone gets on a plane and flies to mexico uh the country goes into in, into lockdown uh the airport's about to close i get on a plane before the airport closes and i'm back in england i had no control over any of that i'm now back in england just before coronavirus hits and i'm thinking well what the hell do i do now mm. i have no work um what's my future Mm. And that's when I had to look inside myself. What is it? I need to. I need to invest. I need to get this tailored suit on. I need. I need to feel good. I need to feel right. I need to mm. look good in what it is that I'm doing for a living. Mm. And that's when I invested this time in myself, and I decided, well, okay, I figure out who I am, and now I figured out who I am and what my gifts are, what my skill set is. Now I can start to utilize those things and mm. use those things to give back to other people. Mm. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think like, you know, the, the journey that you've had and, you know, like you said, you've come to this place now where, you know, you kind of know yourself a lot more and you, you know, you realize, you know, that, you know, you're going to, do do these projects and but like you know all those experiences are kind of like led up to like you know the person that you are today isn't it and yeah i think that's that's one of the you know the and, and why is it projects just 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 so that people understand why is it projects plural it's because i don't know hmm. i haven't got a completely clear idea of what it is i need to be doing i've got a rough area you know, it's mm. like, like parachuting from a plane. And you know, you've got that X you meant to land on. I'm not exactly, <laughs> I can't actually see that X. I know it's in one of these fields. Yeah. But, uh, so I'm just heading in that general direction. Yeah, yeah. The, the nearer I get to the ground, I'm going to see the X and, and, and then I can adjust mm. my course. Mm. So that's why I've got projects plural, because I'm not really sure which one is the best fit. It's like yeah. you go to the tailors, you know, you're going to get a tailor made suit. That's great. Now you've got to pick the color and you've got to pick the material. Now, these are two things I haven't made my mind up on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like that. Yeah. I'm going in the right area. I've got to the tailor shop. That's great. I've mm. got that far. I invested mm. the time. Yeah. Now I've got to invest a little bit more time in deciding now really what's best for me, what color, what material. Yeah. Uh, mm. In the case of my business, what is, which is the business I want to take further than the others which one do i want to invest even more time which one do i really believe is going to be the best for mm. myself and for other people because if, if it's for me and i love it then i'm going to give more to others it's, it's going to yeah. show it's going to just naturally reflect mm. and so that's what i'm just working on now so that's yeah. why i'm 
I, I'm, I'm not advertising anything that I'm doing at the moment because I haven't figured out exactly no, which no, is the yeah. one. <laughs> but, but in the future, I'll, I'll, I will uh, yeah. I'll, you know what it is that I've decided on. Yeah, no, of course. And but I'll if definitely... other, people, other people are thinking, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about, just, just mm. you hear the term fingers in many pies. There's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. You you want to you want to try things like going back to you dipping a toe in the water. It's all about that. Yeah, yeah. Don't just massively. focus on one thing. Don't put your eggs. We're bringing out all the metaphors tonight, all the old yeah. sayings. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. You know, just, yeah. just they're cliches Go for a reason it. because they're, they're they're true and and they work. Mm. Um, so just do that. Just try yeah. stuff. Try I... stuff. I love the analogy of the sooner and I completely agree with what you said. And I think like, you know, just, just to go with it and just to try, try stuff and, you know, not just focus on one thing. And there's so many, there's so many points. Um, I've, I've got 4% battery in my phone. Um, (laughs) but, um, I don't, I don't want it to die and lose the recording, but, um, but, but yeah, no, like Adrian, it's been, it's been like, you know, an absolute pleasure talking to you again. Always, Adam. Yeah, Same I, for me. I always look forward to talking to you. Yeah. Same for me, Adam. It's uh, it's it's always an honour when when you invite me onto your shows because I uh, I relish the time that we share together. Yeah, no, I, I feel. Are yeah. you back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, cut off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, no problem. But yeah, so we'll do, definitely keep doing this again because um, it's it's really great to, yeah. to to be on your show. Um, yeah, yeah. So no, thank it's... you, thank you once again for for inviting me on. No, no, you're welcome. But we'll do it again, Adrian. Definitely. Get yourself indoors. It's looking pretty dark out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,